0: Coach Corey Wayne, and this is my video coaching newsletter. And the topic of today's newsletter is going to be pre-qualify your lovers. Much like if you want to buy a house, you gotta go get pre-qualified for a loan. You want to pre-qualify your lovers. More most people put very little thought into the people who they date. They're just like, oh, they're pretty, they're cute, they have a great body, the sex is great, and that's it. It doesn't go any further than that. Or I'm really attracted to that person. You don't ever look at everything else. It's a bad way to go. You're just asking for trouble. So I got a quote that I wrote on this topic and then we're going to go through an email from a viewer who basically goes into detail on how my work has changed him and his approach over the past year and a half. And It's a really great success story because I know a lot of you like success stories of how men and women have successfully applied what I teach and created great strides and great success in their life. And so the quote says, people put more thought and research into buying a car than they do in the people they date and have relationships with. Most of your happiness or your misery is going to come from the people who you date and spend your time with. Everyone should have a list of standards and character traits that are minimally acceptable to them in order to properly pre-qualify who deserves and does not deserve to be in their lives. This will ensure that you only attract and keep people in your life who offer exactly what you are looking for so you can fall in love with who they really are instead of erroneously falling in love with their potential. So let's go through his email. He says, hey coach, I wanted to drop you an email for the first time to thank you for the work you do. It has really changed my life. I've been following you for a year and a half and I've read the book eight times. 10 to 15 times. I've used other systems in the past which brought me results, but I was still too aggressive and a sore loser when things don't, didn't go my way. All that, When you did that, all you were doing is expressing weakness, expressing that you didn't feel good enough. You allowed those situations, you allowed rejection to diminish you. And even when you get rejected, you should always feel as if it's a win. Why? Because you risked something. You put yourself out there. That's what you owe women. You've got to at least fucking show up in life. He says, I'm a good-looking guy. I go to the gym four times a week and I also train in boxing. I've worked in sales for a long time. People have told me I have lots of confidence on the phone, but I was still having a hard time carrying that over to my face-to-face interactions. Since getting into your work, it has really allowed me to become smooth and different and to take each interaction as an experience not to take too personally. It's like one of the things that Wayne Dyer said many years ago that I love. He says, don't take yourself so goddamn seriously. He says, in the past, I was egotistical and when a woman would react in a way I didn't like, I would actually throw insults and put them down. Yeah, that just made you look like a pathetic, weak bitch. Not a good way to go. Because even if you get rejected, you walk away with a smile on your face. She's going to have a smile on her face because you made her feel beautiful because you approached her, even if she had to turn you down. Because remember, when you're asking a girl out, what you're really asking is, are we compatible? Are you and I compatible? Do you like me as much as I like you? Is there a chance for something to happen between you and I? That's what really asking a woman out is and even if you have to go through 500 different women all you need is one great one to say yes to you. He says, Now I absolutely look down on that kind of behavior and I encourage my friends to do the same. I was seeing a woman three months ago and we went on a total of six dates. She was beautiful, intelligent, and into fitness like myself. Well, remember like attracts like people who like the same things tend to like each other and since sex is such a small part of a relationship when you consider the amount of time that you actually are having sex you want to be with somebody who you enjoy hanging out with and if you're into fitness like he is and he's dating a girl who's also into fitness think about it when you feel lazy and you're like oh let's just get some pizza and beer she's like come on you fucking pussy let's go to the gym and then you go to the gym and you have a great workout and then you come back and you have your pizza and beer. He says the major problem was she was totally structured. At the end of dates, we would hook up, but during dates, she'd be so stiff. Yeah, a structured woman is holding back. She's got rules. She's not acting naturally. She's acting according to a list of rules that usually they don't reveal to the other person because she was told this is the way she needs to be. Even though she feels naturally one way, she doesn't act that way. In other words, she's always holding back. It ain't any fun to be with somebody that holds back. It fucking sucks. He says she had these rules about calling a guy and believed he was supposed to do the chasing. So in other words, even though she wanted to reach out and text the guy or call the guy, oh, the man's supposed to do all the texting and all the chasing because that's what she saw in her movie and that's what the feminists ta- taught her. Don't give your power away to a man. She would even try to punish me for not responding to a message in the time she wanted. Yeah. See, when you have standards of what you're looking for and standards of behavior and character traits and this kind of behavior is not on them, you can say, as hot as she is and as great a body as she has, she's always holding back. It's like, no thank you. Now she is sending messages to a mutual friend of mine saying she's mad at me for going no contact. I imagine she probably said lots of nasty things about me as well. Who cares? Remember, no one will ever do or say anything that is not a direct reflection of how they feel about themselves in a moment. She's just projecting all the self-hatred and self-loathing onto you in order to make herself feel better. The love that you withhold is the pain that you carry so she's not acting natural she's not reaching out to you she's not expressing her attraction and her interest and she's following all these rules that aren't natural and it's causing her a lot of fucking pain that ain't your fucking problem it's not your job to fall in love with her potential you didn't make her this way she was already like this you deserve a woman who is just as natural and who is just as comfortable being herself and acting upon her natural desires and impulses and what's in her heart as you are. He says, anyway, the great thing about your book is it allows you to see people for who they really are and makes it easy to weed out toxic people from your life and surround yourself only with folks with a similar outlook. I think had I not gotten your book, I would have wasted more time and effort when I could have been seeing someone that is not holding back and is fun to be with. A fucking man. Right now, I am enjoying the process of dating and keeping my options open until I find someone who is worth my continued effort. Thanks again for opening up my eyes and keep up the great work. So, what's interesting about this is that he's acting like a guy who has lots of choices and lots of options, and therefore, he can be selective. Why? Because he has lots of choices and lots of options. Guys that don't know the things that I teach, they be putting up with this bullshit from this girl and thinking that they can't do any better and this is what their lot in life is. And all they do is make themselves miserable and she continues to be miserable. And eventually, I mean, at some point this woman's going to learn, hopefully, that the way she's showing up in life is just gets in the way of her enjoying herself and having a great relationship. Maybe it happens when she's 80. Maybe it happens in another year or two. Maybe it happens in the next six months. But it's not your job to fix her and it's not your job to wait around for her to get her shit together because that would simply be falling in love with her potential. The bottom line is it's not fun being with her because she's not natural and she's holding back. And You want to be with someone who can just be crazy and freaky just like you are when you're together and enjoy the gift – and the blessing of your mutual attraction and your mutual interest. It's the difference between he has an abundance mindset now whereas he used to have a scarcity mindset. And In the past, he would have put up with this shit. But now because he knows he can create more options and more choices, he's not going to wait around. He's not going to put up with this shit. He's just – he's left the picture. Elvis has left the fucking building.